Welcome to the Leadership in Context podcast with Keith Tusi. God wants to interrupt our lives to get our attention. Hi, this is Keith Tusi, and welcome to Leadership in Context, where we are equipping believers to live kingdom life in the context of the culture and their local church. We're doing a series on Jesus, the portraits of Jesus from the gospel of Mark. And I want to read to you from Mark, the third chapter today. And it says in verse 20, and he came home and the crowd gathered again to such an extent that they could not even eat a meal. Now, this is more than likely, I think we're pretty sure this is Peter's house, it says, when he went home, because if you read the context of Mark 1 through 3, this is rotating around, you know, Mark's neighborhood, or uh, Peter's neighborhood, where Jesus is coming back, he's going out to seek solace and get away, and he's coming back, but now he comes back, and the ministry is just breaking loose, and they don't have time to think, they don't have time to eat. They're not sleeping. They could not even eat a meal, it says that about here. You know, I I try not to be skeptical and try to stay humorous sometimes when I hear people talk about revival when they really have no idea, quite frankly, what they're talking about. Revival is messy. Revival is not clean. Revival is a divine interruption in our life. That's part of it. Not that we just gain religious or spiritual sentiment, but revival is when God upsets the apple cart. He upsets everything. We read about the great awakenings. I mean, there were businesses that couldn't operate because people weren't showing up for work. Uh, because they were so convicted of their sin or they were so hungry for God, they would rather go to church. It it defies some of the natural logical obligations and responsibilities that we associate with being self-governed godly people. And here they're they're not they're not eating, they're not sleeping. They they they're having a hard time taking care of themselves. That's the degree that God interrupted them. And God wants to interrupt things in our life to get our attention. There's no doubt about that. And if you want to be a soul winner, if you want to be a disciple maker, your life is going to be interrupted. Discipleship is predicated on being inconvenienced. You know, every time Jesus moved with his disciples, he didn't say, boys, you ready to go now? Or, you know, you have anybody you got to talk to? Uh, you know, is there anything you need to take care of? He just started moving and they had to catch up with him. And uh, they figured that out pretty soon. So if, if you want to be a great leader, you've got to be a great follower. And that means, you know, a radical uh, hopscotching, jumping over some of the boundaries of your own life that are not necessarily evil. They're just stopping you uh, from jumping in the flow of what God wants to do. It says they could not even eat a meal. Now, the next part gets even more serious. Listen to this. When his own people heard of this, they went out to take custody of him. We're talking about Jesus here. When his own people heard of this, they went out to take custody of him. Now, this is not talking about the disciples. The Greek word means those who are alongside of him, those who are a part of him. This is talking about Jesus' natural family, okay? His family members, 
his maybe his cousins. I mean, who knows? But these this is referring to his family members. So on one side, Jesus has the opposition from the Pharisees, which in all due respect is demonically inspired, and we'll see that here later in this very chapter. And then he's got good, kind-hearted people with good intentions that are saying, look, you're, you're just, you know, I mean, you're in church too much. <laughs> That's probably the kind way of saying this. But they're like, you are pouring yourself out. I would say this. In every great man and great woman's life, there is a divine interruption, at least one, at least one, where God just gets a hold of you in such a way. God interrupts the natural concerns and cares of life in such a way from otherwise self-governing people that even the people around you that love you and have a genuine affinity for you and they want to do good for you and they want good for you, they begin to look at what's happening in your life saying, okay, maybe, maybe this guy's just gone, maybe this gal's, maybe they've just gone a little too far here. Or if not, maybe they just, they just need a break. When you read revival story, when you read God showing up and doing things, that pattern, this portrait we see of Jesus is something that history tells us about, okay? And there are always those who mean well for us that will try to give us human counseling on why we should just cool it a little bit. Can't we just cool it? Can't you just back down a little bit? Can't you just be a little more even keeled? Can't you just you know, take a break and step back. And that's what these people were doing. They, they weren't evil. They were concerned for the humanity of Jesus. And it says that when they heard this, they went out to take custody of him. They're like, you're coming with us. We're dragging you home. It's a very strong word to take custody of him. And they were saying he has lost his senses. That's what... That's what the people who liked Jesus said about him. Boy, that's a portrait not too many people are painting. I don't know that I've ever really heard this verse really developed or really preached on or really taught about in depth because it makes us uncomfortable that the picture of Jesus here is one that appears to the natural mind to have gone too far. Listen, Jesus was a revolutionary. Jesus, as I said in our, our last podcast, was not Tiny Tim, okay, tiptoeing through the tulips. Jesus was a revolutionary. He was disrupting things. And when Jesus comes into your life, Jesus brings disruption. He interrupts things. I mean, he goes and says radical things like he who loves you know, his family more than me is not worthy to follow me. And we try to dance around that, but here's an example of it, okay? We've got to see this. And they were saying of him, he lost his senses. See, if you read on, the Pharisees were saying, you know, he cast out demons by the chief of demons, you know, 
that he's Beelzebub or operating under Beelzebub and what he's doing, he's doing because he's demonically inspired. So you got that on one side. That's a, that's a frontal assault. You, it's easy to recognize the devil. But sometimes it's not as easy to recognize the counsel of humanity or the counsel of just the status quo. I would say to us, the counsel of the American culture, can't you just slow down a little bit? But I say to you that for every godly man and woman that's going to make a difference, there's a time in our life where God invades and disrupts and upsets and causes us to be so passionate that to those who are mere spectators and not seeking to follow, it becomes unreasonable to them. That same spirit, however, draws many of us in because we are seeking the spirit of God that is moving in that person and want to be wholehearted followers of Jesus ourselves. And so we follow them out to the ledge where we jump into the arms of God, literally. We follow them to that jumping off point where we cast our cares on him because we know he cares for us. They wanted to take custody of him. There, there, there are people, there are people that want to take custody of us. On, on another plane, I don't think it's really a reference in the scriptures here, but there are people that want to hijack our anointing. There are people that want to hijack our leadership. There are people that want to hijack our influence to use it for maybe not evil purposes, but just good purposes, just things that are culturally palatable and that can be easily swallowed. Jesus obviously did not let that happen. And and here we're not just talking about Jesus, by the way. We're talking about his disciples because it talks about they could not even eat a meal. It, it was them. And then his family's coming aside and probably their family's coming aside saying, hey, guys, you know, but there's a moment when the Holy Spirit is moving, when the iron is hot and we need to respond. And I've seen the Spirit of God move in churches and there's a moment of time where sometimes you just got to put other things on hold and say, you know what, we're going to respond to what the Lord is doing right now. All these other cares of the world can wait. And if we're going to really see a move of God, and I believe we are, then we've got to have people that are going to be deemed unreasonable. <laughs> Above the reason of others. Okay? Not unfactual, just above the reason of others. They tried to take custody of Jesus because they thought he had lost his senses. That's a portrait of Jesus that we don't often talk about. The radical revolutionary who was stirring up a whole community and even his family. I just want you to see who Jesus really is. And this picture is who he is and what he wants to do in our lives. This is Keith Tusi for Leadership in Context. God bless you. For every godly person who is going to make a difference, there comes a time when God invades, disrupts, upsets, and causes them to be so passionate about what God is causing them to do that those around them who are mere spectators and not seeking to follow 
it appears unreasonable. That same Spirit draws many of us in, for we are seeking the Spirit of God that is moving in that person, and we want to follow Jesus. We follow them out to the ledge where we jump into the arms of God, casting all of our cares upon Him. Thanks for listening this week to another episode of Leadership in Context with Keith Tusi. Join us next week as Keith continues to equip believers to lead in every area and venue of life. As always, subscribe, like, rate, and share our podcast. To contact Keith or ask him a question, email podcast at nrpastors.com. If you would like more information, you can check out our website, find us on Facebook, or follow us on Instagram at nrpastors. See you next week.